This is your life, God's truth, your QFM. It's Phil, and I have been looking forward to a conversation with this friend of mine, Mr. Joseph Nelson with Stewardship Investments over by Bagley. Joseph, welcome. How are you, sir? Hi, Phil. I'm doing fantastic. Great to be with you today. Yes, recording right after the Thanksgiving holiday weekend. That was all great for you and your fam. It was fantastic. <laughs> so good to be together. Uh, fan- Look at this, getting close to the end of the year, 2021. Has it gone by mm, quick for you? Or- it has. Yes. Wow. Well, there's so much to get to. And and I want to say thank you right out of the shoot. You uh, and your wife, Carol, with Stewardship Investments, you are the sponsor of our Money Wise program that is airing now uh, every weekday morning at about 630 Rob West with Money Wise, and you guys actually uh, came to me. You know Rob fairly well, yes. and uh, it's just been a blessing. Yeah, we really appreciate Rob West and his biblical wisdom, and we've known him for about 13 years and mm. uh, part of the Kingdom Advisors, and Rob leads that ministry of qualified Kingdom Advisors across the U.S. It's amazing. You have been an investment advisor you know, for a number of years in this area. When did you start doing that? Well, it's about 20 years now. Time yeah. does fly by. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. And, and of course, God has uh, blessed you guys. You've opened up other offices now, frankly, even in other states. And uh, you are certified kingdom advisors. That's kind of the connection to Rob and, and MoneyWise, isn't it? Right. Yep. The CKA advisor. We've done that since 2007. And then, of course, we work with um, Dave Ramsey, too. We're yes. Smart Buster Pros with Dave. And Dave sent us hundreds of families throughout the years. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. And, you know, the thing of it is, as we talk about your life, God's truth, one of the most common things we deal with in our lives is money. I mean, pastors will even preach on it once in a while and probably should more because it's just everywhere, isn't it? And and it's changing, too, isn't it, this whole money stuff? It is. In fact, the Bible mentions money over 2,300 times. Hmm. So it is a really a core issue of throughout the the generations that people yeah. have dealt with money and how to honor God with that money and how it can be a challenge too. Oh, it, it, it really can be almost an addicting sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't have enough. I got to give more yeah. and to the point where uh, some people that don't have enough might even commit crimes to get more. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. And now in this day and age, with all the changes in investing and cryptocurrency, and are we going to get rid of the of the coins and mm. whew, there's a lot going on, Joseph. One of my mentors, Ron Blue, used to yes. say that money is a test, a tool, and a testimony. Mm. And I think it's really a, a great way to summarize the power money have in our, has in our lives. Yeah, absolutely. And we've got to, we need biblical wisdom when we deal with money. And I wanted to get into that with you. You've got a book, in fact, with you from Randy Alcorn, The the Treasure Principles. That's been out a while, hasn't it? It has. It's been uh, many decades. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the core tools that we use in helping people manage money. In fact, it's part of our logo at our business. There's a dot and an arrow. And the dot yeah. represents our lifetime. And the arrow represents eternity. And it's so easy to get caught up in this little dot that's going to be very <laughs> yes, short. it is. And not focus on eternity. And what we give to God goes on forever and ever. Yeah. And um, the book is based on that saying from Jim Elliott, he is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. Mm. And really having that eternal perspective can turn our life around in terms of money. 
you know, but you throw in the American dream and you throw in, you know, uh, keeping up with the Joneses, not waking up with the Joneses <laughs> like we have, but I mean, all those sorts of things and, and, you know, climbing the corporate ladder and so many deceptions, if you will, out there, things tr- kind of grabbing at us. And so, uh, as followers of Jesus, though, we have to be able to be strong enough <laughs> to, you know, discern, you know, what, how we should deal with money. And these treasure principles are a great place to start for sure. Right. It is definitely countercultural not to use debt. I mean, so much yeah. of our, our society now is focused on debt and people often leave college with a huge student oh. loan and then they start with a home and a car and pretty soon the payments are eating up you know, their whole budget and it's yeah. very difficult to get out of that cycle. So having worked with Dave Ramsey, he's very much against oh, that. Oh, yeah. And, um, <laughs> the, and, and money-wise too, it's about being intentional with your money and having a plan. So then with this Randy Elkhorn book, talks about the yeah. budgeting and giving God first, the first fruits, the first money that you have in your budget goes to God first and then living on the rest. Mm. And we've seen over and over through the decades when families get that down, things go better for them. Yeah. How do you work with people? I mean, I'm sure it's all sorts of ways. You probably have clients that don't have a whole lot, and you have clients that have been blessed and have much, right? Right. And over the years, we do wealth management. So the most of our clients have significant assets for us to manage and then help them. But we've also worked with many families that are still in debt, and we use the Financial Peace University Mm, program. And we want to encourage families to get started. It's a nine-week course. You can do it online. And it really helps get those fundamental things in place. And then we have an investment program when people are just getting started that they can you know, every month start putting some money away. And then it's amazing how that snowball gets started. And then instead of the interest working against them, it works in their favor. Yeah. So we've just seen over and over as people get saving and get out of debt, they get this momentum. And it's, it's super exciting to see people give significantly after they have this plan down. Well, you've been at it long enough now. You've seen some amazing success stories, I suppose, over the years. We have. And, you know, we laugh that, God's shovel's bigger than our shovel. Yeah. When people start giving, God shovels it in more. And wow. now we have so many clients that are saying, oh, I just don't know how we're going to give this away. Wow. It, it is very exciting to be involved in those conversations. <laughs> we have listeners right now saying, I wish that was my problem. Yeah. But they can get there. Would you say anyone can do this? You know, I would say it's God's plan for us all to be generous. And God mm-hmm. is the most generous when he gave us yeah. his son, Jesus. He models generosity. And it, I also learned it's not just the checkbook that's generous. It's even giving someone your attention, giving someone mm-hmm. a smile, giving them an afternoon of, of labor. It's not just about giving money. You know, I think yeah, that's God, true. God has the streets paved with gold. He doesn't need our money, but yeah. he needs our heart. And the only way to get out of materialism is to give back. Giving is the antidote to materialism. Mm. So when we give, it breaks those chains, and then it opens up our hearts to really accept God in a whole new way. Wow. Remember early in my career, um, one of my college um, college mates, his name is Craig, and he had a God checking account. This is over 30 years ago. Hmm. And every time he got his income, he would put a small percentage in this God checking account. And he went through life looking for people that God wanted him to bless. Wow. And he taught That's me a, a lot about, yeah. about how generosity worked. and. It, it it was always exciting to meet Craig and say, well, 
where have your God checks gone recently? And he would have stories about how God brought people into his life. Hmm. And he had such a full, vibrant life um, going about his life that way. Wow, that is so neat. You've got some bullet points on those treasure principles in the book. Uh, oh, yeah. is, is it? Could we just pop through those real quick, sure. if nothing else? Yeah. And I know some of the main points that you yeah. help educate people on. The first point that Randy Elkhorn makes is that God owns everything, and I'm his money manager. Hmm. And it, it sounds simple, but it's a real shift in our thoughts to know that everything we have is from God's hand. Okay. The second one is, my heart always goes where I put God's money. Yeah. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. That's yeah. just a great, great verse to put into practice. And then, um, heaven and future, heaven and the future new earth, not this fallen one, is my home. That's right. When I think of heaven as our final destination and plan for that. It's great. Then again, it says, "I should not live for the dot, but for the line." Yeah. And that's that picture of the of the dot being finite. We only have a short life, but we'll spend eternity with Christ. Hmm. Then giving is the only antidote to materialism. And lastly, God prospers me not to raise my standard of living, but to raise my standard of giving. Wow. Yeah, see, and, and we have that wrong, you know, this American dream where we can get the, the second or the third home or the fourth car or the, you know, all the toys. Ugh. We just struggle with it, don't we, Joseph? It is a, really a mindset. And, yeah. you know, I work with a lot of people that do have great wealth, but they're also very generous. And when you get that generosity working with it and God keeps pouring on the blessings, I don't, I don't think God wants us not to have things. Yeah. He doesn't want those things to have our heart. But that can't be the goal. Right. And that, mm-hmm. that's the big dilemma is if we have material things, they can capture us. And oftentimes the more we have, the more time and the more demanding, the more risk. So we just keep getting sucked away into those things. And, that, and that's what is really sad. We want not the things to control our lives, but yeah. those things to be a blessing. Hmm. Well, again, the main thing is to, to not be really messed up with debt because that's where you can really get off track and have a hard time building up any sort of investment or being able to give if you're really tied up in debt. You know, we're getting close to the end of the year and, you know, um, it, there might be people looking for ways to give and so forth. And it's a little trickier now. You and I were talking about, you know, we've got the 24,000 standard deduction for families. And so it seems like, uh, I know for my wife and I, uh, the amount you give, you know, isn't enough to overtake that. Uh, so there, the incentive doesn't seem to be there as you think about it. You know, you still give, but you you had some thoughts on that. Right. And being a wise steward for tax planning is, is something we spend a lot of energy on. Okay. So you mentioned the standard deduction being over 24000 So one thing we do is help clients group their giving. So if you do have the resources set aside and you can give a larger chunk up front, like say you do three years of giving, then the year two, you just claim your standard deduction, but you've already gotten the credit yeah. up front the first year. So that's one strategy. Okay. Another thing is if you're older and 72 years or of age or more, and you're having to require distribution out of your IRA, you can take that directly from the IRA to your organization, to a church or charity, and not have to pay tax on it. Okay. So that that's a, a really good tool. And then people forget that, and they don't know that. Right. So that... That's a big thing that you can So the thing not of. to do is to take it out and put it in your checking account 
and then say, I'll distribute it to whoever right. I want to give. Then you're going to get. Then you're going to have to pay tax on it, right? And you don't get the advantage of your deduction that way, because unless you give more than the twenty four thousand. Okay. Right. And, you know, and uh, there's so many things to invest in. You know, just today mm-hmm. as you were coming in, uh, what was it? Friday, I think Wall Street had a horrible day. Right. Yes. Black Friday was pretty black. Yeah, for, we've had a lot of increased volatility. Yes. With, with the the virus and many different inflation. Issues. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we've, we've partnered up with a group of investment professionals that are focused on investments that God would be pleased with. Hmm. Um, their tagline is investments that make the world rejoice. Wow. And it, it is very exciting to see the companies, not only the things that screen out things that we would be disappointed to own, you know, gambling yeah. and pornography and those type of things, but really the companies that are making an impact in our world, a lot of disease fighting things and um, just organizations that go into a community and bless that organization with how they're structured. Okay. So it's been very exciting to see the impact our investing is having in a positive way. Would you say that those investments aren't as volatile as well, or can they be just as volatile? Well, they do go up and down with the market. They have sure. outperformed the market over the last 12 years. So They have. Okay. Doing things that are done ethically in God-honoring have, have performed better than the average and I think that's just Amen. a principle that we've been able to be blessed by as well. Hmm. You know, and now you've got you've got Wall Street, you've got the S and P, you've got Nasdaq. You know, when you think of like an IRA, are they invested in all those things, or is it still ma- mainly the Dow? Well, the IRA is a government framework for tax planning. So pretty much, you can do anything within your IRA within reason. You can go to the bank and get a CD that does almost nothing, oh, or right. you can be very speculative. There's a whole range. Okay. So what we do at our company is we look at a person's situation and their time frame. And if you think of it as three buckets, a now bucket, a soon, and a later, mm-hmm. your now bucket is money you'd spend in the next 12 months. So that would be basically as little risk as possible. Yeah. And then your soon bucket, then that money you're going to spend over the next few years, we'd be very cautious with that as well. And then your later bucket, the 10-year or more, your legacy money, that we would be allow more volatility and more potential growth. So we have a strategy of timing. And then we do portfolios that are ultra conservative and portfolios that are more aggressive, yeah. and we yeah. blend those based on your time frame. Okay, so, yeah, yeah it, you know, I'm sure there's some that are thinking of taking everything out of Wall Street because you're hearing about <laughs> interest rate hikes and inflation, and you know the <laughs> variants that keep coming. Uh, I know Dave Ramsey usually would say, you know, you, if you're in there, you're in there for the long haul. You right. just got to you wait it out. Is that how you feel? Well, again, we want to match the tool with the time frame. Sure. And one of my mentors, Ron Blue, used to say, the longer your time frame, the better your decisions. Yeah. And we really feel like time is a key factor in investing. And owning quality companies over the decades has served people very well. So you can diversify. You can own hundreds of different companies in, in different parts of the world and different parts of the industries and we find that helps mitigate the risk. It doesn't take it away. Mm-hmm. But that combined with your time frame, I think we'll have long-term success. Yeah. How about like real estate, though? Do you suggest that sometimes? Or, you know, what do you think about it? Buying rental properties or whatever. Yes. I know. Yes. And Dave Ramsey, again, is a real big 
proponent of having rental units. Okay. And then that's typically down the road a ways from when people get financially stable to have <laughs> the resources to buy real estate. But yeah. I definitely think that's a great thing. And, and with our inflation, we see holding real estate as another good solution. Yeah, or land, I suppose, mm-hmm. even just to own property, I, I suppose. Yeah. But, well, there's all kinds of things we could get into, and, and we encourage people to, to contact you guys, right? You do have an office in Bemidji now. I, di- I didn't even know that. Yes, we do have an office in Bemidji and Bagley, and we're helping clients all across the U.S., and um, we do a lot of virtual meetings on Zoom and yeah. video conferencing and over the phone now. So it's amazing. That's one of the ben- the benefits of the virus has helped us do business without having to travel. Yeah, that's so true. It's great to be face-to-face, but we can still help people virtually. Yeah, and you guys are between Bemidji and Bagley is where you live, right? you and your wife, and uh, which is awesome. And your website, is that the best way for people to find out more? About? Yes, it's Stewardship INV, the, the abbreviation for investment. Okay. So stewardshipinv.com. Yeah, and stewardship, I mean, that's a big word, isn't it? Yeah, we've been very pleased with that term, guiding our principles yeah. and helping people really realize that God does own it all. Mm. To be good stewards and to be wise. And it's not easy. You know, there's every family is different. I mean, you run into all sorts of different problems. You know, in this world, there will be trouble. And it seems like there's plenty of that, isn't there? <laughs> there is, but it's also a great <laughs> opportunity. And oftentimes when finances gets clarified and people have a budget that they're pulling together, it can be a unifying process. Yeah. And also at the end of the year, we're talking a lot about giving and having a giving plan for this next year for 2022 to know as a husband and wife and a family, this is what we gave last year. This is what we're planning to give next year. And we're trusting God for more. It can be an opportunity to really bring God glory and have an excitement and anticipation for what we're doing. Yeah. You and I were talking before, we won't get into detail here, but you know, how much money uh, do you have set aside for when you die to pass on to your children or your grandchildren Mm -hmm. and all of that. And wow. uh, I suppose that can vary, you know, depending on families size and you know, the success of your kids and all of that. Right. Yeah. There's a huge spectrum of, of wealth accumulation but we're really helping children, um, families look at their kids and do assessment of, are they ready to receive wealth? And what interventions yeah. can we do or as- assistance we can give kids to be ready to receive wealth? Yeah, There's all kinds of tax planning and strategies, estate tools. But I think it comes down to where their hearts are. And we as a family, how can we come together and pass on not just the money, but pass on the values yeah. And the understanding how to use that money. Yeah. Well, and again, if you're in your 80s, your kids are probably in their 60s, and they're well established. They're getting ready to retire. Right. So and you know, that old probably saying, the last thing they need is another yeah, fifty thousand. To, to or do your giving while you're living, I think is a great, <laughs> exactly. a great, a great thing. And it's so much fun to be able to do some giving and see yeah. it being used, and see your kids flourish and um, train them in the process. Hmm. It's so fascinating, and to spend time. You know, how often do you meet with your clients? It varies depending on what their needs are. Okay. Some, sometimes it's just once a year, and sometimes it's really? quarterly, and sometimes it's just whenever things come up. So we like to have yeah. a relationship with our clients when things do come up yeah. that they'll call us and get our input, yeah. and we can help them plan going forward. 
Do you have anybody that calls you every week? <laughs> we do have people that are, are pretty vocal <laughs> and some that we have to call them. So again, it's a broad spectrum. Oh, really? But we try to do educational pieces too so that yeah. we're helping them see different opportunities along the way. Mm. And I love the fact here too, again, it's about God getting the glory in all of this because he owns it all anyway. Mm. Just stewarding and managing his resources. That's pretty cool. Joseph Nelson in the studio. We appreciate him coming. And uh, thank you very much. This is your life. God's truth. Your QFM.